ESPN 94.1 FM at AM 930. The Drive. Brought to you by Huntington Federal Savings Bank. Local then, local now. Never FDIC. It is Monday, the 11th. We are here at the Union Pub and Grill for today's edition of The Drive on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. I'm your host, Paul Swan. I've got with me, as always, the former Young Thundering Herd quarterback, Dave Walsh, who was actually with me at basketball yesterday. I hate to say that, but we were. You, that, you got any eligibility? Can you play? We, that was a tough one to sit through. Can you rebound? Can you shoot? <laughs> Toledo can. Man, boy, can they can they shoot. So we're going to talk about, obviously, basketball yesterday as yeah. the herd takes one and um, takes one hard. They lose to Toledo 96-70 to yesterday at the Cam Henderson Center. So we're going to discuss that. Um, let me help you out before we get into all of this. It is just game number two, folks, game yes. number two. But with that said, it did not look very good. No. We were sitting in the post game thinking Danny might be a little agitated. He was very calm. I wasn't worried about that. No, he was going basically. One of the comments he made towards the end. Remember, folks, the last three years, years John Elmore was our motor. He's not here. We will get better. I don't expect Danny to get agitated. We will get better. Now, if that was Middle Tennessee in towards late February, he might have come in a little fuming like he did last year. But no, he he was you know he said. They know what he did wrong. Nobody knows more than they do. Yeah, that's exactly right. And uh, uh, we took threes. They took threes. They made them. Uh, we didn't. Yeah, we'll break these stats down <laughs> yeah. in a minute. Just to remind you, as we mentioned, we're here at the Union Pub and Grill. It is the drive on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. We here are presented by Huntington Federal Savings Bank. You can join the program anytime by calling the Miller Lite phone lines, 877-420-TALK. That's 877-420-8255. Miller Lite, hold true, great taste. Only 96 calories. It is the original light beer. So we've got basketball to get into, which we're going to do here in a moment. We've got football to get into later on. Uh, we'll go over all the trophies, the hardware <laughs> that Marshall's bringing in this week in various sports, and we'll talk about that as we mentioned your phone call. So looking forward to all that. We're going to hear from Doc Holliday here in a few That's short right, we're minutes. A day, we're a day ahead of schedule with him. I mean, this is my Monday. I don't know what day it is for him. This is my yeah. Monday. Yeah, but it's, he's working a day ahead. This is my Monday. Yeah. I mean, this might be his Tuesday, but he's still working on my Monday. Yeah. So, my Monday. Yeah. Uh, and on Friday, it might be his Saturday on Friday, but it's still my Friday. Exactly. Four o'clock, so, we'll be there. Yeah, we'll be there. We'll be on the stage. I'm sorry. I know cold weather might play in the herd's favor, but I don't want it. I don't either. I don't want it. I don't either. But it's, we've been saying a lot of times, big, big, big. But this one, hey, two best teams in the league. Friday night locking up right here. We're going to find out how good Marshall is and how improved they are since earlier in the season. Yeah. So that's coming up. But basketball is um, where, well, Hurt fans are probably disappointed. Sunday game, playing Toledo. Marshall only had two scorers in double digits, and that's Tavion Kinsey and Jared West. Both had 20 apiece. The big stat for me was the three-point shooting, 6 of 23. Mm-hmm. Toledo was 14 of 25. Yeah, but the first half was like lights out. Like lights out, if I remember right, like 11 or 12, I was I was going, let's see. They had 77 points in their first game. Oh, they were 11 of 18. Three-point line, 11 yeah. of 18 that first half. Yeah. And they were 19 of 35 shooting total in that first half. So, I mean, that number 11 was just like, please put a hand up, do something. He was just, from any, anywhere on the court, he was cross half court, it could go at any time, and it's probably going to go down. They shot over 51% pretty much the entire game. Yeah. Marshall ended up shooting 
42% and change. Three-point line, Hurd ends up shooting 26.1%. Toledo was almost 57%, 56%. Let's uh, I know we're splitting hairs yeah. here, but still. 56% from the three-point line. They shot more. They hit more. That's how you win. Yep. And you look at some of the hustle stats here. Points in the paint. Well, that was pretty much a toss-up there. Toledo never shot in the paint. <laughs> well, Marshall ended up with 32 points in the paint. Toledo 34, so that's a toss-up there. That's a wash. Point, points on turnovers belong to Toledo, 21-14. So yeah. they're hitting threes. They're getting points off turnovers there. Second chance points, 14-7. to seven, So they're doubling up the herd there. Fast break. Few points for Marshall again. Yeah, that's not going to change the outcome you and I here. Both really just sat there, marveled at that first half three-point exhibition. Even the coach for Toledo said, "There, are, I have there are days like this, not very often, but you're especially on the road against Marshall." He goes, "That's just one of those days." I mean, I wish I could explain. I've been making more than what I'm making now. Yeah, they had six guys in double digits. Yes, basically the last time they played the first game, they only had the starter score. Well, they improved that, and getting six guys in double digits yeah. is pretty good. They were creating more opportunities. They had 19 assists compared to Marshall's six. Marshall had six assists. Assist. Yeah. But Danny was going like, well, they threw it to the three-point guy, and he made it. We threw it to the three-point guy, and we missed it. So we missed a few of those. Chances for one. Defensively, her was a little bit better. Nine yeah. blocks compared to Toledo's three, but still, it yeah. doesn't matter. Yeah. The three-point shot killed but the herd. The assist said. killed the herd because they were making more things happen. They took mm -hmm. more shots. Uh, free throw line, really not a big factor there. 12 with 15 for Toledo, 12 with 16 for the Thundering Herd. Uh, rebounds a big issue for Marshall in this one. 43 rebounds for Toledo, only 29 for the Thundering Herd. Yeah. That's, that's a trend that started last year and it went over yesterday. Again, I mean, you, you, you've got to get uh, somebody on the boards. Uh, the big boy got in foul trouble. Jansen had his moments, but not enough. Michael Byers, uh, come on, Michael, as Danny was saying. Uh, but, again, as you mentioned, it's only game number two. As Danny would be the first to tell you, come check back with me mid-February and we'll see how we're doing. Yeah. When it matters. Well, they all matter, but, but they, they really matter. Conference is more important. Right. I get that. You look at, well, you didn't get any scoring from anybody outside of Kenzie and West. Right. Jansen had five. Darius George had six. Michael Byers had four. Bennett, and here's another thing we didn't talk about. Bennett got into foul trouble early, was a non-factor right. in this game. Marshall had to change up. It felt like Marshall had to change up because Toledo's Hitting that three, yeah. I mean, Marshall can't really go in and play they, what they want to play. That 3-2 came out pretty uh, quickly, and uh, it, to Toledo, it didn't matter. 3-2, three, 2-3, two, two, three, whatever you want to run, boys. Our guys got it on. They just got the range tonight. Yeah. I mean, Fatling wasn't a big a big spot for the herd, but Bennett goes down with four, and <laughs> you got to go out here. He ends up with two points, eight minutes. Yeah. He's in there eight He's, minutes. They're needing more minutes out of him. Yeah. He wants to get that eight, nine-man rotation, but if they're all sitting there with three fouls, there's no rotation to figure out. Goran's in there for 10 minutes, and you get three points out of him. Cam Brooks-Harris, he's out there for 27 minutes, and you get five points out of him. Marco's in there 21 minutes, five points. Mm -hmm. And Byers, four points for his 18 minutes. Darius George, six points for his 13 minutes. And, you know, the, the big disappointment here is, again, uh, two guys in double digits, and Chanson was two of six, one of four from the three-point line. He had five rebounds. 
I don't know if get him the ball. What's going on here? I, I don't know. He shot a few, didn't drop, uh, and then you just get mystified by watching Toledo shoot the three. You're thinking, like, are they ever going to miss? I mean, they're almost to the point of having to lay up and back it out to shoot a three. I mean, heck with the layup, we're going to shoot a three because uh, percentages are just as good, if not better. Yeah. Uh, and the coach said, hey, we're not 26 points better. We'll find out December 8th when they have the rematch in Toledo. Right. So Jansen's in there 23 minutes. I'm not picking on Jansen. No. I'm, just, I'm just pointing out that I, I expect better – he expects better of himself. He yeah. mentioned in the story, he said, hey, do what I did last year and add to it. But yesterday, there was no adding. Two points. I'm sorry, uh, six points, two steals, two blocks. I mean, he was out there. He wasn't just standing around. I'm yeah, not but, saying that. But he wasn't getting the production he wants. And you need him. You yes. need him to be productive. He's one of the regulars from last year. You so. need Tavion, Jared, and Jansen to have all double-digit games. Yeah. I would say in the post game, the guy hardest on himself was was Jared. Well, of course, he had he's twenty. Yeah. He goes first trip down the floor. I made a mistake. They hit a three on me. I mean, I, yeah, I got one back, but they hit a three out of the gate on something I did wrong. And uh, you know, hey, got to do better than that. He was very apologetic, and he said, "Hey, but they just ran us out of our gym." Yeah, he had four turnovers. Yeah, four steals. I mean, because he handled those guys, but it's just like you can't keep up with the ball. Toledo had that ball movement yesterday, yesterday, and. By the time the Marshall guys recovered, it was gone and uh, inbounded. That was their best play of the day, inbound the ball. Right. And, again, <laughs> all of this said, we're not dumping on these no. guys. It's game two. Right. It's completely game two. They get a shot again at Toledo. We've mentioned that. Not dumping here whatsoever. Just, Just you stating ex- what happened. You expect more out of a few guys, and you hope to see things corrected. And hopefully by Friday it will be. We're not going to play Dan's comments. That was yesterday. But yeah. Dan pretty much said, look, Elmore's not out here. Right. Time for these guys. Yeah. And he said it, the word self-made or whatever, because he mentioned even when he was here. Some guys, we struggled a little bit. And as time went on, they got better. He got older. And all of a sudden, what you saw back in November, was you did not see that in March, late February. It was a whole different animal. They got better. And I'm sure he's hoping that's what happens now. Well, we turn And he t- will be working on it. But yep. uh, they play Friday at Notre Dame, but there's a bigger game that Friday here. Don't tell Dan Tantoni that. No. But <laughs> don't, he don't. has to go Notre Dame. Doc just got to go across the street. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, don't tell basketball there's a bigger game. Yeah. Uh, you have that conversation with Dan. I'm going uh, yeah. to defer on that. When we continue, right. we will talk about Marshall and Louisiana Tech. Had a chance to catch up with players. Heard from Doc. We're going to hear from Doc. It's, uh, it's an important game for, for football, and we'll talk about it when we continue with today's edition of The Drive here on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. This is The Drive with Paul Swan on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930, presented by Huntington Federal Savings Bank. Welcome back to the Monday edition, The Drive on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. We're coming to you today from the Union Pub and Grill, 1125 4th Avenue in Huntington. I'm Paul Swan. I've got the former young Thundering Herd quarterback Dave Walsh with us as we're getting set for football. Dave, we like to have fun on the show. Yep. But um, for a few minutes, I think we need to put that aside just because when we talk about the 75 game. Yeah. And that's what is pretty much the that's nickname. That's pretty much developed into. Yeah, now. that's what it's nicknamed now. And this is the game that Marshall plays every year in remembrance of the victims of the plane crash. Um, you were directly impacted by it. 
I mean, yeah. th- this is something that's still – It still hits me hard. Yeah, it's prevalent and Not relevant. Not as hard as one would expect because it's been a long time. But right. I tell people, I only knew these guys for four months. I came recruit, but when they came, when I came to school, they cut my hair, the old freshman thing. August, September, October, November, we wish them well as we watch them go off to East Carolina, and guess what? They didn't come home. They did not come home. And then the rest is history. But uh, one thing about this 75 game, it's been tough on the opponent. This is one week you don't want to come here. No. <laughs> you don't. I don't care if you're La Tech or anybody. And we're going to hear we're going to hear from the players later this week about that. So throughout the week we're going to have our coverage of that intersect with the fact that this is we're talking more about the game itself than the opponent. Right. Louisiana Tech however is coming in here. I mean, you you look at two Louisiana Tech, two best teams in the league. They're going to come in here. They are going to deal with a Marshall team that's had some extra time to prepare for them. Well, and what we, happened last time they did that, but I think they'll correct it. They're also aware of the significance of the game. I think it's probably equal, if not more, valuable for this team to win because they're playing for the 75. Right. But Skip knows it. We're going we're gonna to find out what that means to some of these guys this week because it's an abstract notion. Yeah, Skip's well aware of what's going on. Yeah, but it's an abstract notion because these young men were not even born. No, no. When this team suffered that loss. Right. They only know about it by watching the movies with them in second, third, and fourth-hand conversations. And Doc, bless his heart, keeps it alive. They get here, they run up the hill, they go to the cemetery, they'll watch the movie till they're God knows when, and I'm sure they'll see it some this week, and they'll have some special garb on Friday night. Yeah, we'll, um, we'll talk more about that as, as the week progresses. Uh, we've got plenty of player comments, and just the, the feeling I, I've got from them as uh, they understand, they know, and it's not something that they feel is forced upon them. They feel like it's something they're part of. And what's kind of neat is last year they invited all the players back. And if you want to go down the field, I went down the field in the pregame ceremonies, and you get to make the walkout. And I was fortunate enough to walk out with Levi Brown on one side and Mr. Green on the other. And I saw, I looked to Levi on the left, and I said, Levi, protect him. I looked to Isaiah, I said, Isaiah, you do your job. Everything will be all right. And it worked out pretty good. Doc Holliday on his Tuesday, as you mentioned. <laughs> now we can have a little fun. Yeah. Do- Doc's on his Tuesday. Yeah. It's my Monday. Yeah. yeah, he can have his Tuesday on my Monday all he wants. Yeah. I kind of wish it was Tuesday. <laughs> I w- yeah, but uh, and I can almost bet you I, hear, I know what's coming. Well, you haven't heard this. I have. Okay. Um, here's Doc Holliday's key highlights preparing for Louisiana Tech. It's the 75 game. He starts out talking about the opponent, and then we talk about the importance of this game. Here are the key highlights from Doc Holliday's press conference earlier this afternoon. Obviously, uh, you know, this game is the most important game we play every year because it's a game we're playing where we're honoring the 75 that were killed in the crash. Yeah, that, that's always been the case, and, and that will never change. And our kids understand the importance of this game. I know our fan base does. Uh, so on Friday night, I'm sure it's going to be a great atmosphere, and we just got to make sure we're prepared to play a an excellent football team in La Tech. They're, they're a veteran team. They have 13 seniors that are starting for them. Uh, of course, offensively, they're led by uh, Smith, who's been, of course, been a three-year starter for them. Uh, can make all the throws, can beat you with his feet, and can do some things. Uh, you know, located in the state of Louisiana, Skip's done a great job recruiting. Like a lot of players that are really close to that school, so they got talent at a lot of positions, and it's going to be a great challenge for us and, and one we're looking forward to. You know, Skip does a great job, and they're, they're, you know, they're – they're well coached. They're extremely physical. They got good players, as we do. You know, it's going to be a great game, and uh, 
like I say, with him, it starts with the quarterback. The running back is extremely physical. Uh, up front, they're huge up front and got skilled guys at the wide receiver position. And, uh, you know, defensively, they tackle well in space. They got uh, guys up front that can play. And, and uh, they're, they're, just, they're just good. For, that's why they are who they are. That's why they're first in the West and we're first in the East. And, and it's going to be a heck of a game. It's going to be exciting. I'm looking forward to it. Our kids understand that. And that's never changed. And, uh, so they, you know, they they understand what this mean what this game means to the program and and the preparation it takes to to get ready to go play this game. So um, as coaches, we understand it. You know, from the time these kids come in here as freshmen, the first thing we do is start to educate them on the history of what this program is all about. And thank goodness nobody else has our story. It's unique. And uh, our kids, Keith's the guy that starts it all out with these guys. He's the first uh, uh, person that our uh, football players when they come on campus hears gets gets a chance to hear what this program's all about and does a great job starting it out and leading it off. And, and uh, you know, by the time these kids walk out of here, they all understand it and, and what it means to our program and, and the fan base, the school and the community. So they understand the importance of the game. Yeah, I think they do. They embrace it. You know, I think they enjoy it. They embrace it. You know, they love playing this game. You know, it's what it's all about. It's the only time we put that black jersey on. You know, it's the only time you put that 75 on your helmet. and. And when you do that, you strap it up a little tighter, you prepare a little harder, and, and uh, get ready to go play a great game. Well, I mean, I mean, it's always it's it's different. That that, that game is always different, and uh, so it seems like something happens in that game that's always unusual for whatever reason, and uh, if we know what the reason is. But uh, so I'm sure a lot of our kids, you know, feel that way. You know, Marshall was a special place, and 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 we have a special story. And I don't think you totally understand. You know, unless you can educate these kids, because you know the kids see the movie and they do it, but they don't totally understand the importance of what this football program is unless you educate them. You know, on on uh, on you know what it's all about, and and I think it's important that anybody that plays here understands how important this football team is and what it means to the community, the fan base, the school, and people who win here and everybody involved. And uh, you can't do that unless you start out and, and educate them of what of you know how important. I say Keith does a great job starting it out. You know, and we just try to do everything we can to make sure these kids understand how important football is to this community and, and our fan base. And that's just one of the things that we do. And, uh, and you know, we start way back. And like I say, by the time they're a senior, a redshirt senior coming out of here, they can recite everything that goes into it. We spend a lot of time during the week uh, making sure they understand how important it is. That's Doc Holliday earlier this afternoon, mm -hmm. focused primarily on the significance of the game itself. Put the 75 on the helmet, oh. and it changes everything. 75, the helmet, the black jerseys come out, and uh, he knows they're playing a very good football team. And he knows that Skip knows about what's going into this game. It's, and beyond just the X's and O's and the 100-yard field, what happened and the history behind it, Skip knows. Skip's aware. How do you prepare for an opponent that has so much? I mean, one of the comments that Doc had, had in there, I asked him, hey, you know, there's a lot of pressure here. And he's like, yeah, they, they, they know what it is. Yep. They can deal with it. Yep. But if you're the opponent coming in here. This is when you have to kind of block it out. Uh, and regardless, if they do block it out, Marshall has something, Doc mentioned it in there, something strange has always happened. Nazi Johnson a year, one year comes up and uh, does some things interception-wise. It's just some weird things happen on that night. And, and La Tech leading the West, they have a little breathing room. Marshall can't afford to stumble. That, that's first and foremost on Doc's mind. His 1-0 is, I guarantee you, that's the first thing he's talked about, 1-0. And, and, and the way I look at it, if they go 1-0, win the game, I'm happy for them, and the people that we lost are happy for them. This is their addition now. 
This is their addition now. They're playing it for them, but this is their addition. And all they want to do is go 1-0 and because Lane, right now Skip's biggest fan is our boy, the artist down in Florida, because he's sitting at 5-1. and one. He's got to play uh, UTSA this week, which he'll beat, and he's got the last game against Southern Miss. If he takes out Southern Miss, La Tech's home free. They're home. They could lose almost all two out of three and still get in because they're having the tiebreaker on everybody. And Skip, and Skip, if he can, if somehow takes down Marshall or somebody down the road, then uh, Lane Kiffin will be uh, leading the East, and he can spend more time on his artwork. Yeah, Marshall still <laughs> controls their own destiny, yes. and that has been uh, something that hasn't changed since Middle Tennessee lost twice. And that opened the door right back up for Marshall. Yep. Of course, Marshall followed that up by beating Western Kentucky. And then Western Kentucky falling a second time helped open the door as well. Yeah, they went out, they're in. That's plain and simple. 1-0-1-0-1-0, and they're playing on the first Saturday in November, most likely here. That's the plan. That's the hope. Of course, Marshall has to beat Louisiana Tech. We haven't t- talked much about Louisiana Tech. They have, a, they have a lot of weapons. Yeah, offensively, they are – they are 13th in the country. Defensively, they're 40th in the country. Yeah. Offensive production, total offense, 17th in the country, 479.1 yards a contest. Uh, their defense is okay. They're 64th, but they score a lot of points. Yeah. So, you know, they don't have to worry about that. Marshall, on the other hand, is going to have to hope the defense holds up and they find some offense because yeah. Marshall offensively only 82nd in the country at 26.2. Right. They got to find a way to get some more offense going and hope that defense can get in there. Defense keeps doing what it's been doing since the Middle Tennessee game, which was not bad. And the offense would like to do what they did in Middle Tennessee with some kind of yards. I don't think they'll get that against La Tech. But the main thing, hold on the ball. Since Middle Tennessee, they've been very much harassing the enemy quarterbacks and holding on the football because they're at zero now on turnovers and La Tech's plus three. So it's they're kind of evenly matched there. Well, Marshall did put itself in a hole in that category a while ago. Oh, they were, it, early in the year it was like, uh, oh, my Lord, two, three, four. And the first game in the post-game comments, well, you turn the ball over three times and do what we did, you lose. I mean, Doc would tell you that. And then all of a sudden they fixed it, and guess what? They've got W's. And so does La Tech. Plus three, they haven't lost since the opener in Texas, and Texas has beat a few teams. So Skip, Skip knows what's at stake. He knows what, and they played in front of big crowds. They've been stuff, and then whatever. So that part, they don't know how. To, they don't know how to handle it. They don't know how to handle it, but that's going to be a different energy for that crowd right. for this particular game. There's energy for the home game, but there's something about the energy of this game is a little different than the other ones. Yeah, I'm not saying this is going to be a nasty, vicious crowd, no. but they're going to be on you. Right, and I'm sure there's going to be some kind of video worked up before the pregame uh, honoring 75 and well and that walk through the tunnel where we get to go with them and stuff. And uh, that's kind of neat. I mean, I enjoyed it last year. I mean, looking Levi and Isaiah, and, and he snapped it to him. He did his job, and they won the game. And that's uh, hopefully they'll do it again because, as I said, that would make me happy and make the 75 people they're playing for happy. Well, It's on them. It's on their watch right now. They're the latest addition. They take care of business. Everybody goes home happy. Okay. And something I talked to the players this week, and I mentioned earlier yeah. about the question I had to Doc, asking about the pressure of this thing. Is the pressure, though, too much? Because it's as if, don't you dare lose this game. <laughs> don't think about it. <laughs> don't dare lose this game. You put that 75 on, you, you're commemorating, you're honoring, you're memorializing the victims of the plane crash. You know, we're talking the football players, we're talking boosters, we're oh. talking pilot, everybody. Don't want to yeah. forget anybody. You're memorializing those poor souls who, who are in this tragedy. Yeah. And 
the fans have elevated this to a point where it's like you can't lose. Don't lose. No. You don't dare lose this game. Uh, how tough it is it for a football this, player to just come in here and go, hey, look, I, I'm yeah, we're doing it for all of you guys, but we're still going out there to be 1-0. Yeah, At the end of the day, we're just the going day, out there to be 1-0. If they go out there at the end of the day, like you said, to be 1-0, everybody leaves happy. Give the effort, take down a very good football team, and, and all's well. Uh, you're accomplishing goal number one is to go 1-0. And, and I'm sure Doc will say that on Wednesday when he at, or Thursday at the ceremony uh, in his pregame talk this week, and the players out there, he'll say, hey, 1-0. That's first and foremost. The 75 is also mentioned, black jerseys, the new helmets and stuff. But first and foremost, 1-0. I've been reading. It's so funny how other people around the country, you keep reading, all we want to do is go 1-0. Win this week, win next week. Right. And then, then we'll be 11 up. LSU, they beat Alabama. All we want to do is go one and up. Ole Miss is all they're thinking about now. Alabama's in the rearview mirror. Joe Burrow, I don't care. We want to play Ole Miss. That's right. all they're thinking about. And they're focusing. That's how they're right. they're supposed and to prepare. These guys are going to go. Yeah, the 75. But it, right now, it's a lot of text on the other helmet. That's who they got to worry about. But this herd team could be undefeated at this point. And they're and still jacked. We get to this game. They lose this game. Go undefeated the rest of the way. <laughs> they remember it. Play for an East title. Win that, or a conference championship, win that, go to a bowl, win that, and people are still going to be mad if they lose this game. I mean, that's why I'm asking. They will remember Is it. the pressure, is the pressure too much or the expectations too much on mm, this game? I don't think it's too much. I mean, you know, as it works out the schedule-wise, it's always been somebody tough. And Doc would probably not have it any other way. The best versus the best, we beat the best. Hey, what can I say? Give it our best. Effort. The two weeks that last time they had to prepare did not work out, as we know. Well, you'll, you'll get that through the week. And when they had two weeks to get ready for Cincinnati, it could have been the Bengals and it wouldn't have mattered. I mean, a disaster. But now they got two weeks to get ready. You mentioned the other, uh, last week the guys learned from that one. Well, I think right. we'll see a different team come Friday night. I hope so. But I'm just um, besides the uniforms. But I'm just always curious. I mean, Alabama. Marshall could be playing Alabama <laughs> this week, and if Marshall lost this game because where it falls on the calendar, yeah. I'm just kind of concerned that okay, so get an asterisk. People are going to react in the wrong way. Yeah, some people will because you, you you're putting all your eggs in one basket. This is the anniversary game, stuff like that, and it doesn't go your way, and you're gonna get. But at the same time, they'll understand if. If they give it their best shot and something happens, and that's that's the way it turned out. Because remember, when we started back in 71, the first three weeks were signs of things to come. We played it more head, got beat, but it wasn't too bad. We beat Xavier. Everybody's excited. The next week, I won't go into all the great details, but Miami kind of handled us. Three extremes, that's that's one, the other, the other. We yeah. showed you right out of the gate what's going to happen. And that was a long time ago. Yeah. To me, <laughs> I just remind people, no matter what happens score-wise – at this game, yeah, the victory's already won. Right, yeah. There's a football team on the on yeah, the field. Because, the um, victory's won. The other day, I, I, well, one of the Super Bowls when Benny won, Chad was doing some work in the NFL and Randy Moss went in the Hall of Fame. I'm sitting there at my house going like, you know what? 66-6 was worth it because, as Doc mentioned later on at a, at a signing party, how many schools could make that statement? They had three guys do that kind of work from Marshall. Nobody. Alabama, Southern Cal, uh-uh, it was Marshall. So, you know, you, you got to understand, you know, where we were to where we are now. And another day, there's Chad doing another thing, NFL commercial, starting about the football program in Kentucky. You see things like that, and you go, you know what? They did the right thing. We're, we're, you know, we did the right thing. We got thumped. We won. We lost. We got manhandled, but it was all worth it. 
877-420-TALK, 877-420-8255. More on the way. It's The Drive. We're broadcasting from the Union Pub and Grill right here on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Now, back to The Drive with Paul Swan on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. We're coming to you today from the Union Pub and Grill. We're here every Monday at 1125 4th Avenue, Huntington. Every Monday, you know what? You can take advantage of the $2 call shots, the $1.50 bottles. Exactly. The fantastic conversation that myself, Mr. Walsh, provide. And our and our associates to our left. Uh, well, yes. right. The peanut gallery. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. They can't hear me today. I've got <laughs> see, the radio's turned down. There we go. Because Herb's not here today. Somebody said he's in the Midwest. Yeah, I think he's quail hunting or something. Then go see Dorothy. Kansas. See yeah, he's in Kansas. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So uh, that's okay. Yeah. You will still be taken care of if you come down here to the Union Pub and Grill, 1125 4th Avenue. And Huntington. I think it's quail hunting. I don't know. Something like that. Yeah. Who knows? Yeah. But, you know, you're doing your homework. And besides the football and the basketball, there's some other things going on. Got some hardware yes, handed out. That's right. More placards, more trophies, more good stuff coming the herd's way. Okay. First of all, let's see. Where do I want to start? Oh, I'll tell you what. Let's start with volleyball. Okay. You know why? Because Miss Ari. Uh, Ari of all the coaches, she's the one I don't want to tangle with. <laughs> okay. <laughs> You, you have you met you've met already. Yeah. I don't want to tangle with her. Yeah, she gets priority. Yes, she's very. Um, yes, I would give her priority. Yeah, she gets priority over uh, Coach Kemper. Yes. Sorry, sorry, Coach. I'm okay. sorry. She's and, focused, uh, and she had a big weekend, and they got one left this week, and then it's off to the tournament. Right. So Marshall volleyball redshirt junior uh, Sierra DeBell named Conference USA Co-Offensive Player of the Week. So. Yes. Uh, the volleyball team's starting to roll again. They're yeah. starting to get that war machine back up and running, and uh, they're making a conference tournament now, so That's they're right. good. They're down there, and there's some good teams they'll be have to go up against, but uh, they're going to go down with momentum when that time rolls around. Right. So they're now in the tournament. Right. Don't have to worry about them. They've made the conference tournament. Yes. That's, a, that's a good thing. And it gets even better when men's soccer comes along. Men's soccer's just been uh, pretty outstanding yes. here. So we've got the weekly awards for men's soccer. And – Marshall seems to own this category this year. <laughs> yeah. Paulo Pita. Again. Marshall's red shirt senior keeper. He's, uh, he's again, taking hardware home. And you've got uh, Jamil Roberts. So, these gentlemen, Roberts offensive and Pita defensive mm-hmm. award winners in back-to-back weeks uh, for uh, the Thundering Herd. Yeah. Third time this season. That one, and they also won the league. Conference USA won regular the road, season. won the league, and now they get to go back and beat these people again. <laughs> Real quick, like, we're gonna, not much turnaround time. They're heading to Virginia here in the middle of the week. Marshall, more than likely. Marshall set themselves up in a position. They get a bye. To get in a bye in the conference tournament. But more importantly, if Marshall can handle business, I think they're going to be hosting several games in the conference. Uh, well, not, not the conference. I'm sorry, the NCAA tournament. Yeah, I mean, the big boys uh, set the field. Uh, somebody's coming to Huntington. If they somehow, some way, find a way to get it done, because they do have the facility, and, and and they would like to use it for that. That's the key. Marshall's got the facility. Marshall has got the ranking. Marshall's got the success. They've got the regular season yeah. conference championship. Would like to add the tournament championship. 
I mean, they're champions right now. Yeah. Marshall has yeah. won a championship in soccer, and they want to add to that with, by winning the overall championship. Yeah. Well, again, and that's the thing. I mean, there's no, there really no divisions here, so they've won the regular season right. for consistency. Now they got to go out and do it again. Yeah, and, and right down the road today, I looked to the left when I got down by the soccer complex. Mr. Grassy's out there giving interviews to the TV people. He's a, he's, he's a celebrity right now. He's a celebrity. They're wanting to talk about this program. I don't know if I would uh, – if I'm soccer, I don't know if I'm having a tournament. <laughs> hey, look, hey, Mel, Marshall's won it. Hey, Marshall's won it. Yeah. Yeah, why do we got to do this again? Do it again. Why do we have to go and do a, this in again? In a compressed vacuum. I mean, we got to do it in two days. Yeah. Well, they get a bye, though. That's the thing. Yeah. They get a bye. So then, they can sit back and watch. And then Tony watches his uh, women's basketball win, too, and Savannah gets freshman of the week. Savannah Wheeler. You talked with her last week, Tony, about her, and she starts off getting freshman of the week. Tony Kemper. Right. It's freshman of the week. Mr. Kemper's going, okay. We've got Miss Basketball from Kentucky for four years. She's not leaving anytime soon, so what a way to start off your career. Yeah. First first one goes out, goes to Marshall. Freshman of the week, so, yeah. A good week. She's bringing, in, um, she's bringing in a lot of spunk to this team. So she gets freshman of the week. Tony Kemper uh, gets to um, enjoy uh, some early success, get some conference accolades, can continue and build off of that. Uh, I told him, I said, look, if uh, – you get a championship for for practices. Uh, yeah, I'm giving it to you because yeah. uh, the way he ran practice when I was uh, over there the other day, uh, I mean, it, that was tough. It. Oh, he's good at it. Yeah. I mean, give him credit. Uh, he, it's almost like the game is a break. It's the break. <laughs> just about. Like, yeah. look, it's going to be tougher in practice in the game. So just go ahead and get used to yeah. that. So the accolades are coming the herd's way. Uh, the non-revenue sports. That's what they call them. Are taking well, the advantage sports. of everything. Yes. And. I know at most institutions, or at least the fan base at most institutions, it's probably fair to say for Marshall as well, judge the athletic department on two things, depending on the athletic department, maybe three. Football success and men's basketball basketball success right now. Maybe the third one. Depends on what school you're. If you're going to a certain school where women's sports are actually – Better, yeah, <laughs> yeah. UConn, yeah, Tennessee hey, for a while, yeah. Notre Dame, Notre Dame, maybe. Uh, I, mean, I don't uh, know. If they uh, get there, they might get to see them practice or something because they're playing Friday. So I'm sure they're going Thursday. The women will be there practicing, getting ready for uh, whoever they're playing that weekend. So we'll see when the men show up. Just imagine, I mean, football's working its way to East Division title. Could play for the championship here. And here, yeah. If they do beat Louisiana Tech and things run to the table, they beat them head-to-head, so they come back. So we could be looking at a season where, okay, Marshall's got an East Division championship in football. They've got a regular season championship in men's soccer. Soccer. Could get the tournament championship there. Danny's coming off a CIT victory and reloading and retooling here, but still – you measure the athletic department's success by the vanity sports. And, uh, <laughs> I mean, because that's, come on. Yeah, and they're breaking ground for baseball. Yeah, baseball could be a thing. So, I mean, look at the facilities improvement. Softball's been a, a constant leader. Mm-hmm. Soccer, all of a sudden, on the men's side, has really turned it around. Uh, got some work to do on the women's side. Kevin Long's departure, yeah. uh, opening the door up for someone to come in and maybe uh, take advantage of everything that Chris Grassy has taken advantage of because yeah. – I mean, let's be honest. Uh, he came in with a plan. It's working. I mean, he's right now. I'm I'm offering him whatever he <laughs> wants. 
I kind of joke with him after they, they beat Kentucky about uh, putting two sides of the stadium or something like that. And he said, ah, that's something I have to talk with the administration later, making it a bigger, you know, facility. Because UK was 2,000 plus. And that's all on one side. There's no seats on the other side. Except for the players. I don't know. I kind of like it standing room only. Yeah. Just it because. Was and they won. They're going to have to show several years of that. Yeah. He was the first one to say, yes, we did it today. But like that's be, that has to be a consistent thing. Then we'll talk about right. it. Right. Not just one and done. No, you got to do that more often. Right. I think soccer is a sport you can do that in. Yeah. It's grown. I mean, I used to, I used to give it grief. <laughs> I still give it grief. Yeah. But, again, I, I, I turned I can remember that. your days with uh, Mr. Uh, his daughter played it uh, here, and then she went down to Moorhead. Uh, you're referring to uh, Rick Yaki. Yeah. He yeah. used to have fun with his daughter, Samantha. A little, little inside baseball here. Yeah. You're referring to him. Yeah. Uh, who is, uh, works on uh, stats and stuff. No, I, uh, I would um, – I would kid around with Bob Hogsett. Remember him? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I would kid around with him. And uh, someone told me, this is all secondhand, but someone told me that um, someone asked him, why do you go talk to Paul Swan about soccer? You know, because he's always railing on soccer. And I think uh, I think Coach Hogsett said something like, hey, he's the best publicity I can get for soccer right now. Yeah. Um, because, you know, genuinely, if I really didn't like it, I think I'd have coaches on all the time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so I um, yeah. I, I definitely appreciate um, what has happened, what is done, uh, the fact that uh, it has grown. There is a lot of support for it now, and it's a great alternative for a lot of people yeah, who but, maybe don't want to play football, yeah. but, you know, they, they find soccer yeah. better. Um, Very inexpensive uniform. Yeah. Shirt, pants, and shoes, and away we go. And, of course, the Cincinnati uh, soccer team is uh, sort of like the Cincinnati Bengals right now. At least they did win a few matches <laughs> this yeah. year. And but, you you know, you mentioned uh, the first thing Grassy said after the UK. We must do this on a consistent basis. Today is nice. Let's do it over a long period of time. Then then we'll we'll, we'll talk. So the hardware trophy case uh, continues to grow for the Thundering Herd. When we continue, we'll get your phone calls in. We haven't done that in a while. Yep. Let's do that at 877-420-TALK, 877-420-8255. I'm Paul Swan. Dave Walsh here as well. We're coming to you from the Union Pub and Grill, 1125 4th Avenue in Huntington. And you're listening to The Drive on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. It's The Drive with Paul Swan on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. One final time today from the Union Pub and Grill, where we hang out every Monday for today's edition of The Drive. You can join us at 1125 4th Avenue in Huntington. I'm Paul Swan, Dave Walsh with me as well. And, of course, don't forget Kitchen. We talk about the the daily specials yes. uh, every day. They got something different. Except Monday named course, after somebody. Something Monday, of course, is the big one dollar fifty bottles, two dollar call shots. The kitchen. Um, I'm still lobbying for the uh, the Paul Swan sandwich. Yes. I mean, maybe we need to come up with like a combo sandwich, <laughs> Swan and Walsh. There you go. What would our sandwich be? I don't know. Here at the Union, I'm still hung up on the cheese curds. They're when not going to. They're when not naming to, the cheese curds after us. You had to take them home. They were so good. That's how good they were. Yeah. But they're not naming the cheese curds. No. I mean, do you want cheese curds named after you? No, no, no. We can do better than that. Well, of course we can. <laughs> we we need to come up with some sort of signature sandwich. 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 I mean, I'm. I want to have the more popular sandwich than Keith Morehouse does. That's my goal. <laughs> okay. I want to have a sandwich that's better than the Morehouse, and that's yeah. a pretty good sandwich. Yeah. 
So that's my goal here. Of course, Herb's not here, so my uh, my pleas are falling on, on deaf ears. Deaf ear. Yes, very deaf ears for the proprietor here of the Union Pub and Grill. Well, we, yeah, we got to come up with the what the sandwich would be. We think of something. Yeah, we get clearance for the naming. We'll or an appetizer. Yeah, we got to come up with an appetizer. Yeah. Gonna, I mean, it's tough to beat the appetizers that they've got already. Yeah, we'll come up with something. Put our mind to it. Yeah, well, you know, we could do a combo sandwich here. Yeah, you know, double decker. Yeah. Cut it in half, your half, my half, whatever. <laughs> the Swan and Walsh. Yeah. No, sir. I, I don't. I don't know if that's going to work. No. Uh, we got to. We got to work on that here. But of course, uh, every Monday here, you can come to the Union Pump and Grill. They got all the TVs ready for you. That's right. We got Monday Night Football. Uh, I'll be watching. Won't you? Who's playing? Don't you know? Don't it can't you? be the Bengals. No, sir. It is not. They, they had a hard time, Mr. Mr. Jackson, it's, yesterday. It's not the Bengals. No, um, no, the Bengals. It's the 49ers oh, that's right. and the Seahawks. Will they fall from the ranks of the unbeaten? I hope. They're the last. I think they're the last I, ones left. I, I root against the 49ers every every chance I get. This is their last. Their last. I think they're last unbeaten since the Patriots got taken down. I think. Um, I think. I rooted for the Baltimore Ravens one time to beat the 49ers. Is that hard? No, because uh, as I told people, my hatred for um, my hatred for the 49ers outweighs their hatred anything, for right? uh, Ray Lewis okay. or anything of that nature. Yeah. Okay. Um, which team do you think I hate more, the Steelers or the 49ers? I would say 49ers. You got that correct. Okay. Um, but it's very close. It's it's razor thin. I'm going to say one and one A. Yeah, just about <laughs> one and one A. Um, now I hate the 49ers as an organization, but I, I think I actually hate more. Pittsburgh Steeler players as individuals, as human beings. Yeah. But hate's a strong word here. Yeah. And this, yeah. But I can understand why. Hate's a strong word. I don't wish them harm, though. Yeah. And they got to play uh, the Browns next on Thursday night, this Thursday. Might be a little nippy up there uh, in Cleveland. Yeah, we'll see. I'm, yeah. not, I'm not watching that game at no, all. No, I'm not no. watching that game at all. The big thing we're waiting on is Friday. La Tech in town. That's what I'm waiting for. Two best teams in the league. So week, week number 10, 11, whatever, you get the two best teams in the league. Wiggle room, LaTex favor, but I think Doc likes it this way. Hey, guys, 1-0, 1-0, 1-0, we have one extra game. That's his, that's his mantra this week. The last two games are going to be um, Facebook and CBS Sports Network, respectively. This one's going to be on CBS Sports Network as well. So One we can find. Hey, I thought FIU and Marshall would be the showdown in the East Division. Forget that. No. The showdown is coming up on the fifteenth. You want right. to you want a showdown? This is and CBS Sports Network will be perfectly fine for this. But this is this is the game you're sitting there going, "Hey NFL Network, yeah, hello. hey 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 NFL hello. Network, you want this? You're thinking right now probably two of the tougher teams that were picked to do well, FIU on the east side and uh, North Texas is having a rough time on the other side. I'm going to go out on a limb right now. Um, I guarantee you, Marshall will have maybe. Three games on NFL Network next year. Yeah. Just write it down. Yes. Completely. You'll be all over it. Yeah, three games minimum. Yes. Uh, um, I think what's going to happen here is I'm not sure if these Facebook games are going to happen as much if the NFL Network gets the pick first or – and really, I would make sure that anything that is Facebook-related would go down the totem pole the hierarchy, right. whatever you want to call it, mm-hmm. I would go down the the line here and say, okay, CBS, Stadium, NFL Network, yeah. Stadium Facebook. Yeah, even ESPN, maybe. I don't know. 
I don't know if that's going to happen anytime soon. Again, um, because they're not giving up Tuesday and Wednesday. It ain't going to happen. Not going to do it. That's Mac action only. I would do it. (laughs) Why not? Yeah. Do it one time. Yeah. I'd work it out. Okay, like we'll do this one time. You get one game like that. It's not going to happen here, though. Now I can understand the reasons why. Mm -hmm. Uh, Friday games are going to be hard as it is, but Tuesday, Wednesday. No. um, I'd do it. I'd do it if it if it meant a bigger. Slice of TV yeah. money, yeah. do it. Yeah. And but I don't. I'm not sure Mike would, Mr. Hamrick, because he. I asked him about this game Friday. Oh no, he's going to hold a line. He, he mentioned should. he mentioned CBS Network wanted this game from day one. It wasn't like late of late. This was day one plan. No, Mike's going to do what's best for the university. Right. And um, just because I want to see a Tuesday night herd game doesn't mean it's the best thing. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. So you got to think of it that way. For Dave, I'm Paul Swan, Gabriel Stewart, Stewart, now Gabriel Sellers. Hey, your new name's Gabriel Stewart. <laughs> Good night. WRBC Huntington, W227BS Huntington, your flagship home of the Marshall Thundering Herd and The Drive with Paul Swan, ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930.